This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Hello friends, this is Tom Creighton. Have you ever wanted to travel to the land of the Bible and walk in the footsteps of Jesus? Join me on February the 25th to March the 7th, 2013 for WCNO's next trip to the Holy Land. You'll visit Bethlehem, Nazareth, Capernaum, and the Mount of Beatitudes. You'll sail on the Sea of Galilee, walk the streets of Jerusalem, and stand on the Mount of Olives. You'll pray in the Garden of Gethsemane and renew your baptism in the Jordan River. You'll see for yourself the place where Jesus was born, lived, died, and rose again. You'll stand on the very steps where Jesus would have walked as you experience the land of the Bible that will forever change you and the way you understand the stories of the Bible. Several people have joined us already for this trip and only 10 seats remain. But there's still room for you today if you act quickly. Get your application and brochure today by calling the station at 772-221-1100. Get your passport ready if you do not have one and depart on February the 25th for what many call the trip of a lifetime. That's 772-221-1100 or visit our news page on our website at wcno.com for more information. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. God is calling for an army of believers that will say, you know what? In every aspect of my life, no matter what comes my way, I'm going to serve him. I'm going to lay it all open. I'm going to deal with the truth. I want God to shape me. I want God to transform me. I want God to change me and cause me to be part of this occupying force so that my destiny can be fulfilled in him. That's the kind of person that I really want to be. So that no matter where I go, I bear the marks of Christ. No matter where I go, I sound like Christ. I act like Christ. People look at me and they see Christ. And they see a life that's been changed by the power of Christ. I represent Him in a lost and dying world. I represent life and goodness and love and purity. Come on, somebody. That's what occupying forces are supposed to do. And when he said that, he said, Timothy, here's what you're going to have to do. He said, in order to do that, you're going to have to be ready to preach the word in season and out of season. You have to be ready. In other words, you can't be picky. Hmm? You got to be ready at all times. You got to be ready when it's working and when it ain't working. When you feel good and you feel bad, you got to be ready. Amen? You got to be a full service people. You say, well, how am I going to do that? That's why you got the Holy Ghost. Hmm? I mean, I want to be a full service church. I want to be a church that's ready to reach out and do what God's called it to do. A church that encourages you, a church that blesses you, a church that equips you and edifies you and empowers you, corrects you, rebukes you and confronts you. Come on, somebody, that's a full-service church. That's a truth church. That's why we put that out there on the sign. It's not just a catchy name. There's a motive behind it. We're going to tell the truth. We've got to teach people. 
We're not trying to become your favorite evangelist. <laughs> we try to become like Jesus. Hmm? The goal of Christian life is not to get on staff at somebody's church and look like your favorite evangelist. The goal is to become formed in the image of Christ. He said, Timothy, in the midst of a chaotic society, this is what I'm telling you, Timothy. If you're going to change this world that's around you, there's some things you've got to do. I got four things for you this morning, and we're going to get out of here. He said, there's a whole world out there that's gone chaotic. I love the first two words of this in verse 5. He says, but you. Somebody say, but you. I mean, know what he's saying is just because everybody else is doing it, don't mean you do it. Hmm? See, there's some things that just because we have, we're living in this postmodern society, they're still not okay. Come on, the church has opened the door up to a lot of compromise in this generation. They're still not okay. And he's saying, Timothy, I'm trying to draw a mark of distinction. I'm trying to show you something. This is what the world is like, but you. There's going to be a mark on your life that is different, Timothy. He says, but you be watchful in all things. You can write that down. Number one, be watchful. The King James Bible says, be sober. We're talking about being sober on Wednesday night at the Bible study. Be sober. What does that mean? It means keep your head on straight. Keep your head on straight. In the midst of confusing times, don't get intoxicated with the environment that's around you. Don't get intoxicated with the place that you're trying to occupy. So what do you mean, Pastor? That means don't be hanging out at the bar every night trying to occupy. Because pretty soon the bar's going to occupy you. Hmm? Stay sober. Touch somebody and say, stay sober. <laughs> How many recognize that sobriety is when you refuse the intoxication of whatever it is that's being offered to you? Hmm? Whatever it is that wants to intoxify you. Refuse it, Amen. So what he's saying is, Timothy, if you're going to make a difference in your generation, you can't get drunk on the stuff everybody else is getting drunk on. On this system of thought, this worldly culture, this postmodern society, this, this way of thinking that is selfish and self-destructive and conceited and full of pride. You can't be getting drunk on that, Timothy. You can't be full of materialism and, and chase after the things of the world. You've got to chase after God. Meaning you can't become intoxicated with greed and materialism and injustice. If we're really going to be a people that's on a part of the occupying force, then we cannot drink the wine and become intoxicated with the world that we live in. How many of you understand that today? Hmm? Uh, we're just finishing up Romans 12. Uh, we're actually not finishing up. We're just kind of really getting into it, but we've been in it for a couple weeks. But how many of you know that Romans 12.1 says that we present our bodies as a living sacrifice? And be not conformed to the world, but be transformed. Hallelujah. See, one of the things we've been discussing on Wednesday night is that your body, you actually have to give your physical body to God. You present it to God. Not yours no more, belongs to God. It's your earth suit that houses your spirit. And your soul dwells there, your mind, your will, and your emotions. But this body, once you become a born-again Christian, you don't just give him your heart. You give him everything. You give him your body. He said, present your body. And then once you present your body, what you do is don't be conformed. To the world. You say, well, how do I not be conformed to the world? There's stuff going around me all the time. It's too much. It's overwhelming. It's too much. He said, well, the way you do that is you get transformed by the renewing of your mind. So not to be conformed means you've got to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do you transform the renewing of your mind? You come to church on Sunday and Wednesday. You read your Bible. You pray. You renew your mind. 
And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church that has been serving our community for the last two years. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. I mean, are you getting your mind renewed this morning? Oh, Jesus. It means don't be squeezed into the mold or the agenda or the order of the things that are around you. Don't let it affect you. And if, if you're a believer, then you can't think like the world thinks. You can't act like the world acts. Huh? I'm going to try that again. If you're a believer, you can't think the way the world thinks. You can't act the way the world acts. Hmm? The world thinks get all you can and then can all you get and sit on the can. Come on now. The world thinks I'm going to do you before you do me. The world thinks, who do you think you are? I'll smack you in the face. Huh? Because after all, how do you get ahead in life if you don't learn how to take advantage of the situation that comes up? Right? Or take advantage of people? I mean, understand, that is not kingdom mentality. The world lives to get. I said the world lives to get. Kingdom people live to give. A whole different philosophy. Kingdom people live to give. One of the greatest tragedies in the prosperity message of the church is, is we have become intoxicated with prosperity without purpose. One of the things that turns my stomach more is to hear what, turn on the TV and watch a church service or an evangelistic meeting be nothing about money for three hours. While the guy up there preaching has got a $17,000 dog and drove up in a Bentley and walks around with an entourage. Prosperity without purpose. Can somebody please tell me what is the purpose of having a $17,000 dog that understands six languages? Because I can't figure it out. Hmm? I don't mean to come off angry, but that really just bugs me. Hmm? People have become intoxicated with prosperity without purpose. And we believe that our prosperity is about me having a boat or having a home, living on the lake and showing off my diamond ring so everybody can see that the favor of God is on my life. Huh? Listen, there are some people that are living in stuff and driving in stuff that ain't the favor of God. They just got good credit. Somebody said, well, I own a big house. Well, you got a big mortgage? If you got a mortgage, you're just renting a lifestyle. So what happens is we become intoxicated with trying to keep up with the Joneses and we become intoxicated with status, with power, and we want merit, and we want a voice, and we want to have influence, and we want to have authority in people's lives. And he's saying, Timothy, Timothy, keep your head on straight. Don't become intoxicated with that kind of thinking, that kind of stuff that's around you. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Don't do it. Don't become overwhelmed by the things that are trying to squeeze you into its mold because you're supposed to be people of distinction. You're supposed to stand out. You're supposed to be different. Your life should look different. Your life should sound different. 
Now, let me understand this morning. I don't believe there's anything wrong with prosperity. Okay? I believe that the Lord wants all of us to prosper financially. Matter of fact, the promise of God in 2 John 3, 1 says, Beloved, I pray that you prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. I mean, you ain't never going to prosper in your wallet until your soul prospers. And your soul prospers by renewing your mind. Prosperity is a blessing. And God wants to bless you financially because it's a tool to advance the kingdom. Hmm? Come on now. Let me just back up just a minute. To advance his kingdom, not yours. Or your agenda. It's got to be with purpose. And if we don't learn how to discipline ourselves, then God will use the government, he'll use the media, he'll use the culture around you, and everybody else to do it. And you'll say, I don't understand why I'm not blessed. All my Christian friends are blessed, but I ain't been blessed. Well, you better do some things in your life you need to probably check out. Somebody said, that's the attack of the devil coming against the people. No, 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 no. We want to complain about Hollywood and secular thought, maybe even teach the world things like divorce are wrong and lying is wrong. But how many know we need to deal with our own stuff in the church first before we try to fix the, fix the world? Because the Bible teaches that judgment comes to the house of God first. Isn't that right? So before we clean up the Senate, and before we clean up the Congress, and before we clean up the White House, and before we clean up the State House, we need to clean up our house. Amen? If we're really going to be people that God... If we're really going to be people that God has called to be occupiers, we're going to have to clean up a few things. Amen? Come on, folks. It ought to bother us that the divorce rate is just as high in the church as it is in the world. I mean, not exactly just as high. The divorce rate in the world is 54%. The divorce rate in the church is 53%. I mean, we're just, you know. Somebody's drinking the Kool-Aid. So what is he saying? He's saying there, there's something different about you. Learn how to be sober. Don't become intoxicated with the things that stimulate everybody else, that everybody else is into. It means guard your thinking. Guard your thinking. Don't let the world influence your thinking. Let my word influence your thinking. Amen? Number two. Second of all, he said this. He said this. Endure hardship. Occupying forces have to learn how to endure hardship. Amen? In other words, you got to learn how to take a licking and keep on ticking. Hmm? People that occupy know how to take a licking and keep on ticking. They've learned how in the midst of great adversity, in the midst of the storms of life, in the midst of wilderness experiences, in the midst of all that stuff, there is always, watch this, great opportunity. Always great opportunity. Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. 
This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Join Pastor Trevor Banks and On to Perfection at 7.45 a.m., Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO. All these things people talk down upon and thought they'd never be, but look, here they are. Why? Because somebody had a seed, and they didn't listen to the naysayers. They didn't listen to the gloom and doom. They didn't listen to the doubting Thomases. They didn't listen to God. I'm going to tell you something. God, God, God knew that there would be automobiles, and that was God didn't create them. God gave us the seed.
He has loved us with an everlasting love A love that cannot fail Every time love will prevail And triumph over any circumstance There is no chance you'll be defeated Just abide Love is on your side Oh, lift your head and rejoice Lift your hands and now with your voice Let us sing We're gonna sing of His goodness Cause love will go with you Okay. 
WCNO, Palm City. The good news.